This is the Tallahassee Business Podcast, brought to you by the Greater Tallahassee Chamber of Commerce. Before we begin, thank you to our sponsor, Event Owl, who is helping clients across the nation elevate virtual, hybrid, and live events. Learn more on the web at eventowl.com. Thanks for joining us and enjoy this episode of the Tallahassee Business Podcast. Good afternoon, everyone. It's great to be with you in this new year. Happy 2021. I know everyone, especially here at the Greater Tallahassee Chamber of Commerce and our business community has embraced 2021 and working hard to put 2020 behind us. My name is Sue Dick and and I'm thrilled to be with you. I'm excited to have Alan Hanstein with us here today to, to talk about an exciting company and exciting venture in our community. Alan, thanks for being with us and happy new year. Happy New Year, Sue. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast today. This is a, it's, it's a really unique opportunity for me. And um, as you know, I'm a huge fan of the Chamber. So uh, I, I appreciate it on behalf of um, um, my partners here, Jim Hunt and Dustin Rivas here at Event Owl. We, we really appreciate the opportunity. Well, thanks. Well, you know, we are, we're excited as well. You said partnership, and that's what we have with you and your team there. And we're going to talk about Event Owl today, which is a very cool name. Um, and I, we're continuing to be amazed with what um, this platform does. And so I think just to, to kind of get things going and maybe we just take a half a step back, let everybody know that's listening, maybe a little bit about you, Alan, and your expertise and your, why you're in the community and then explain to us what Event Owl does. Yeah, sure, Sue, thanks. I, I mean, I don't wanna to spend too much time uh, talk, talking about me, but it's, it's worth a little bit of background. I grew up in the event industry. I've been in it for over 40 years of, of my life, pretty much my entire life. And that ranges from being on just about every side of, of all different sizes of events and have worked in the industry on you know, association events, but also events like PC Expo, over 100,000 people at the Javits Convention Center in New York. And I know we, in 2021, we, we, we think about these numbers just a couple of years ago, I was working on an event in Anaheim with you know 60 or 70,000 people. And it, it, that seems almost incomprehensible. You think about that, that many people. But that's, that's been you know, my entire life has been working on events from the logistics side, the client side, exhibitor side. So I, I've had a, a, a lot of experience. I spent a lot of time traveling to those events. And uh, about a little over a year ago, uh, I had decided to make a change and, and maybe travel a little less and focus more on, uh, on, on being in Tallahassee. And we had a, a partner that we worked closely with in Event Owl and it, it proved a great opportunity uh, in November of last year for me to come on board with Event Owl. And we'll talk a little bit, I'm sure here over the evolution and innovation of Event Owl in that time, because I mean, a lot of industries have changed in the past 12 to 16 months. But uh, but for me, it, it was a natural progression. It, it, a lot of the same opportunities and what I was doing before, which was event registration and event logistics, coming over here to to Event Owl. And so, uh, from from an Event Owl standpoint, they've been around actually quite a while. As I said, they were a partner of ours, and really. I think kind of fitting that we're having this conversation because a big part of how they started was in in mobile apps for events and the chamber conference, the annual chamber conference was a big part of of kind of starting that process. And I know a lot of your listeners are going to be very familiar 
with the Chamber Conference app and, and, and gamification, which, which Dustin and Jim pioneered in that space to get attendees engaged at the time on site, right? How to, how to get attendees engaged and into the event and, and find ways for them to interact with each other. Of course, that became almost required as we moved into 2020 with virtual events. So we had that platform as part of that. But um, I, I know that uh, many of your listeners, I, I'm sure, went and found uh, extra codes and points for the app to uh, win prizes at the uh, Chamber Conference. And we're looking forward to getting back to that this year. Absolutely. Well, we'll get to that. We'll make sure we plug our conference, which is in August of 2021, fingers crossed. But I, th I think for us, you know, there's a couple things here that are just so important. You know, we want at the Chamber of Commerce to really highlight our local executives and business owners and entrepreneurs that have invested not only the time and capital and expertise to start companies here and stay, keep the companies here, and also really expand upon them, which is really what has, has happened with Event Owl. And, um, you know, that's what it's about. That's what, that's what innovation is about. And that's something that we continue to try and promote. And to your point, I mean, we really want people to recognize that these are businesses and companies that can be located anywhere in the country and they're here. And I, I think, you know, for you all, maybe speak to that because you were talking, we were talking earlier that you're, you've got events all over the, all over the state and the country, but you're here and we want you here as a headquarters. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's a huge opportunity, not just for us, but for our student interns here um, from FSU, FAMU and CCC, uh, engaging them. We've got some fantastic interns, uh, both here at Event Owl and, and our sister company, TP3 Agency. Uh, I'm, I'm always impressed, but wanting them to see that there are opportunities here in Tallahassee for them to stay in, in good paying jobs that, that will engage them. But yeah, I mean, we, we're based here, but we have events now in, um, in, in probably half the states uh, in, in a variety of sectors. And so um, through especially some, uh, some different sectors like education where we've got the uh, Texas Association of Secondary School Principals, but also the Michigan Association of Secondary School Principals, the Missouri Association of Secondary School Principals. We've got the Florida Healthcare Association, but we've also got Connecticut's Healthcare Association. And, uh, and, and not just associations, but corporations as well. That's one of the beautiful things about Event Owl was we realized kind of very quickly, and, and I mean, I think our potential customers realized that delivering content virtually, uh, you needed a, a, an engine to do that. And it, Event Owl worked on so many different levels. We've got customers like Central Hudson, uh, gas and electric, Senhud, which is the, one of the largest utilities by geography in, in the state of New York that is using our, our product. Um, we've got school districts here in Florida. Uh, Leon County School District earlier this year went before school started using used Event Owl for all of their teacher training. Um, Pasco County, St. John's County, uh, and Manatee County all use Event Owl for their training. So uh, again, all over not just, uh, we, we go as far out as the uh, state of Washington and we've done a demo for folks in Alaska, which I think would be a, a fun one. And again, the, the pivot from, from me, from this idea of, well, you've got to travel to these events and, and you know be local to now, we can support events anywhere. Our customers are in 
uh, four different time zones across uh, the country and uh, we can support them 24 seven. Well, and I think, you know, obviously you can't help but continue to do, uh, to talk about 2020 COVID and 2021, what we're gonna look like and what we're tracking here at the Chamber of Commerce, like most companies and businesses are where the trends and, and how do we make sure that we're positioning ourselves for where the future is going to be? And I and I, I know you all are looking at that as we go into 2021. What are some of the things that you are planning for and, and some of the things that you're hearing from your customers are going to be needed just to make sure to have the competitive advantage? Yeah, well, we're, we're definitely, especially in the event space, you know, what we're seeing is hybrid will, will rule moving through 2021 and probably beyond because what most of our customers, it, I, I can remember back in probably two times in the past 40 years, there have been, been fits and starts of trying to go virtual. I remember when the internet first got really big, everybody said, well, you know, why would you go to Las Vegas uh, and have to pay for a hotel and airfare and, and all of these extra expenses when you can just, you know, use um, at the time it was, you know, video conferencing or the internet to do this. And, None of those took hold because nobody would make that commitment. 2020 kind of forced a hand, right? You had to go virtual. But what almost to, to 100% of our customers realized that once they went virtual, they had an opportunity to reach attendees that they might not ever have reached before because the attendees couldn't travel or there was an expense issue or there was a time issue. They were able to deliver more content because they could also deliver asynchronous content and um, for many of our customers, they're actually generating more revenue because they're getting more attendees and also able to re-deliver content that's been recorded in new novel ways. So that innovation, I, almost every one of our customers has said, in 2021, we will continue to offer a virtual component even if we go live. Now, many of our customers, we've got um, a, uh, a, several medical field customers that are international events. And they're realizing that even into 2021, international travel will be highly regulated. And so they will certainly continue to provide a virtual component as well. And then on the flip side of that for hybrid, what's really great is our technology, again, is, is truly hybrid. So in addition, in addition to offering that virtual component for on-site users, they can get that, in, that same experience via the app. So they can check in for sessions. They can participate in the engaging activities with gamification. They can even um, get their badge scanned. Instead of using a printed badge, as we'd always done in the past, contactlessly using a virtual badge within the app. And so a lot of the innovation that kind of we had already built into our platform can be used now for safety features as well. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, I think that's that's what we're seeing. I know here at the Chamber, and we've partnered with you, as we've said, and looking forward, we have moved for 2021 as uh, both virtual and hybrid, and really just trying to stay ahead of where we know we can try and conduct our programming that's so important. But again, you know, the Event Owl has created that platform that has really allowed us to really expand outward, and especially a little bit outside the Tallahassee market area. And you all have kind of guided us in that direction as well. Yeah, I think, um, you know, we've had several events. I, PASCO, I mentioned their training. They would normally have 700 people at their uh, training. They had a close to 3,000. Um, 
we were able to uh, help Michigan, who's our, our, our licensee, our client for this secondary school principals, work with six other states and use the Vent Owl for those six states that weren't participating in, in virtual events to provide a student uh, training opportunity for student leaders um, called Coast to Coast. So it went from all the way from New York to California, um, several thousand students involved in that as well. And so it definitely, you know, you think about some of these association events in Orlando where maybe, you know, you had three or 400 people and that might've been cost or driving distance or the ability to stay over two or three nights and other commitments. And now you've got literally a national market that you can uh, sell that, that same content to. Now, Alan, when you're talking to new users or potential prospects, what what's the question that typically comes across um, that once you explain to the user what solutions can be brought forward, do you find is probably the most surprising to them? I think so. Some of our listeners are trying to grasp, okay, how can this be utilized within their space or as a tool, maybe um, best practices or what you've heard along the way? Yeah, well, and what's really great from a best practices standpoint is our clients are fantastic. More than half our business comes from referrals from existing clients, which I think says a lot about um, the the product and their satisfaction. Um, But I would say that, you know, the flip side of that is that for every success that our clients have, uh, most of it's on them, right? Like we provide this great container, this, this utility, this portal for them to use, but almost always I can trace it back to all of the hard work that they've done, communicating with their attendees, communicating with their exhibitors, setting expectations, making sure their speakers were well-prepared. And what's really fantastic is many of our clients have built literally best practice documents so Michelle White at Florida Association of School Administrators, FASA here in town was one of our best clients, really the first client, if I can kind of sidebar for a second, we had all of these clients that were app clients that we were supporting for their live events. When COVID really started, I, I always use March 12th as, as day zero because that's when um, my son and I got back from a ski trip and the FSU basketball game was canceled and then everything else just started getting canceled. So I use March 12th. FASA was the first client of ours that had an event coming up. Now it wasn't initially supposed to be until June, but because these were school administrators and teachers, they identified very early that it was about to really get rough and people were gonna have to figure out. So they realized they needed to um, deliver that content. This was not, you know, many of these events before had been, we, we call them reunion events where people just love to see each other and they'll get together and there's, there's education, but there's also, you know, camaraderie. Many of our, or especially our, our, our existing clients who were in education and healthcare, this was life and death. You know, Florida Healthcare Association, um, when they did their virtual event using Event Owl, uh, Emmett Reed, you know, this was, uh, this was, these, these were, you know, um, assisted living facilities and healthcare facilities that were at the front line of trying to figure out what are we going to do. And so um, so, so these were, were really important. Michelle at FASA said, we've got to do this virtually. Can we use what we have? Now, we had the app component and we had all of the back end and we had the front end, but nobody, nobody had ever said we want to do a virtual event before. But 
we had four weeks to figure out exactly what that was going to look like. And, and we delivered it. And she had what I would consider probably the first successful virtual event in the state of Florida. So going back now to those best practices, um, I think the biggest question we get is, well, why do I need a, a platform? You know, we have Zoom. Well, we have Zoom. And I like to say, that's great. Zoom is fantastic. Teams, Zoom, go to webinar. We're completely agnostic. We work with all of those. But what Zoom doesn't really do well, what none of these platforms do well is organize that content. So if you've got one event on a Thursday at three o'clock and you want to invite a discrete group of people, Zoom's great. Send them the Zoom link, post it up on your website. But now what happens if you have a three-day event or a five-day event with 35 sessions of which some are running concurrently? And oh, also you need to give CE credit or CME or CLE credit. So they need to be able to track whether they've attended that session. And you wanna do post-session surveys and you wanna create engagement via gamification, which has turned out to be really our secret sauce. Uh, that is what, you know, if you ask what maybe separates us, and there are other platforms that use it, but that's what um, for us keeps attendees engaged. And, and I will tell you, Sue, it doesn't matter if they're, I can probably go through a lot of our customers. They can be brain surgeons, feet doctors, educators, principals, school administrators, school superintendents. Once you put up a competition, you don't even have to tell them what the prize is. I mean, we've had customers who have put up uh, upwards of $10,000 in prizes for the leaderboard. And we have a lot of best practices where we advise them, hey, don't just reward the top end of the leaderboard, right? Do some random drawings, do some weighted drawings, because you want somebody who's maybe down in the middle or at the bottom to still feel like they have a chance to be engaged because that's how they communicate with exhibitors and sponsors to get points. And we have a whole system where a exhibitor, for example, can say, if you stop by our booth, that's worth 10 points. But if you sit on a Zoom, that's worth 50 points. And if you download our product demo, that's 100 points. Oh, and if you buy product, maybe that's worth 200 points. And it's been, it, it's been amazingly adopted. Exhibitors love it. There was a, you know, kind of a, a period right when it first started where for a lot of virtual conferences, everybody thought, well, we just need to open the Zoom up from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. and we'll just sit here and people will drop in. And I, I think everybody realized very quickly that those analogy, that analogy did not work, that, that you didn't right. want to because you didn't have to. And so we've had, I've had an uh, exhibitor, so this is the, the, the client of my client, reach out to me personally to thank us because they were able to communicate with attendees while they were picking up their son from track pictures. That was a, a, a real world scenario. Yeah. And um, that's something that I think moving forward, it's gonna be hard to reconcile. We'll get back to live events, but a lot of people are like, well, this worked really well. How do we keep that? And in the case of some of our clients like uh, Florida Senior Living Association, they've said, hey, we're gonna do both. We'll have our live event, but we're gonna do a pure virtual event on the odd six months to still um, to still try and you know give value to our members. And so I think those are just brilliant. Well, you all have done a tremendous job ramping it up and actually moving so quickly into the new space. And I know like all local businesses, you're planning out for 2021. Um, so as we look into the future, what, what might we see coming from EventAl um, with either within the community or your client base or just within the company itself with your uh, other partnerships? Yeah, well, I, I think certainly, you know, growth, one of the things that 
we were focused on mostly in 2020 was making sure that we were building out a great product and providing value. In a lot of cases, improvements in the product for the past 12 months have come internally from our clients. Hey, wouldn't it be great if we could do this? Um, I think our biggest moves for 2021 are working with national organizations. We've got, you know, we've mostly been working with the local and state associations, but we've got several national associations that are coming on board. Um, certainly uh, hiring up. We are, you know, right on the cusp of staffing up. We've, we've got some great folks in now and just basically building that pipeline and building volume, improving the product and, and really focusing on that hybrid market, you know, like events like the Chamber Conference where we can both support it live and virtually. Well, and I think, you know, the plug there for our Chamber Conference that's in August of 2021, we'll be back out over at Amelia Island Ritz-Carlton. And I know Yay. we love working with your team. Uh, you have contributed to really making our event both on site and leading up to it just exceptional where we always seem to have our record crowds. Um, so anything last you want to offer? You are a great community partner. I know you are actively involved in our community. Maybe um, give your New Year's resolution for our community and maybe what you'd like to share. Uh, yeah, well, I, I, I mean, my, my New Year's resolution is to stay, you know, try, try and stay engaged as ever. You and I were, were speaking before about us kind of being on the empty nester side. And so, um, you know, my, uh, you know, my, my, my thoughts are, are you know, I, I'm active with the Challenger Learning Center. Obviously, that's a, a big passion of mine. And, you know, that's been a hard year, obviously, both from uh, education, but also as a, as a theater, that industry has, has, you know, kind of been decimated. So looking forward to, um, you know, kind of reopening and, and re-engaging and then movies. You know, I think everybody's looking forward to movies again. James Bond and, and, and Mission Impossible and, and real movies in 2021. I know we all got, you know, super excited about great things coming to all the streaming services, but there is nothing like sitting in front of the IMAX screen and experiencing, you know, that, um, that, that special experience of being in a theater. And then I, I don't know if, if you know this, but obviously we, you and I have both been involved in the aviation community um, for quite some time. And I just got an airplane. So my new year's resolution is to uh, fly more. So that's, that's awesome. And, and a, a big plug, obviously for our, our airport, um, another, you know, obviously that, that was something that, that, you know, they suffered uh, you know, a loss in, in ridership this year and that's starting to come back and that's great. But I think getting people to think about the other opportunities for our, our airport and the space around it and general aviation is always a great thing. It's not, not just about flying in and out of Tallahassee, but the, the opportunities that are just around the airport, I think are things that people can get excited about. Yeah. Well, spoken like a true business leader in our community, uh, very involved and supportive of, on so many fronts that are so important for our community to be successful. So if people wanna learn a little bit more about Event Owl, how can they find you? Yeah, www.eventowl.com, E-V-E-N-T-O-W-L.com. And Sue, I'll, I know you know the answer to this, so I won't, uh, I, I won't let you say it, but my challenge to your listeners is to uh, find out what a group of owls is called, and I won't spoil it for them on here. Perfect. Alan, you're great. Thanks to you and your team. We appreciate you and love our partnership. Thanks, Sue. On behalf of Jim and Dustin, we, we really want to thank you for this opportunity as well. Absolutely. We'll have a great year. Thanks so much. Stay safe. Thanks. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. All right.